Happy Saturday, Brian Neitch. Good morning. Oh, good morning, John. Good morning. How are you today? I am good. That song is getting me jacked up and ready to go. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's I love a good that one. song, man. Oof. Cheers. Yeah, cheers to you. Yes. Here's our morning. Yes. Good Mrs. morning. God is good. He has risen. Let's pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, dear Lord, thank you for, for bringing me and Brian together on this beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, and for everybody listening. Thank you for uh, having our paths cross uh, throughout this life. Uh, we're grateful for all the good in our lives. Thank you for your word, your love, your blessings, and uh, your teachings. Um, excited to get into your word again as we continue through the Bible, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, as we study, learn, and uh, live in your word. Uh, mm-hmm. We're just so grateful for it. And uh, we're excited to continue on the journey um, yeah. with everybody. So, amen. Amen. Man, God is good. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, he is. So, man, we're, we're right here in Genesis chapter 20. Yeah. Man, a lot's going on. A lot of stuff's happening. You know, that Satan's trying to take over. God is ruling. Yeah. And reigning. Mm. He's saving his people. Man, and, no one can tell me. The Bible is boring. It is full of all kinds of drama and family stuff and supernatural stuff. My goodness. Yeah. Oh, it so is. I'm just having a blast on this journey with you, Brian, and everybody listening. So much yeah. fun. And uh, I love I love studying and learning and, and walking with, you know, when you're in the Word every morning and... You're praying and you're in the word and you're reading and you're having conversations. Man, it just keeps you on track in life. Yep. That's exactly That's correct, it, man. I'm telling you. I told my That's wife, right. I said, you know, I have to stay in the word. You know, because if I get out of the word, you know, sometimes the wind will drift us away a little bit. And I, I, I don't want that. And for anybody listening out there that feels the same way, let's stay hot. Let's not get lukewarm. You know, let's stay hot. Let's continue on this journey. That's why it's Saturday, and me and Brian said, "Hey, let's let's spark it up and continue on." You know, it's right. You know, let's keep continue. Right, absolutely. Yeah, ho- not maybe not every Saturday, but a lot of Saturdays. Hopefully, we will get this mm-hmm. every many, many times as we can. It's true, man. It's true. Before we get started, it's true. Like you know, lukewarm life 
is so sedentary. It, it, God doesn't even. God even says Genesis in Revelation. He goes, "Look, I don't like lukewarm. If you're lukewarm, I, I'm going to spit you out. I don't want to mm-hmm. be like that. I want yeah. you to be hot or you're cold. You know. Yeah. That lukewarm is nothing. So we're good. We'll, yeah. Let's. Well, praise God. Praise God. Thanks, guys, for tuning in, and and let's get to it here. Uh, Genesis chapter twenty. Uh, we're reading out of the New Living Translation, but uh, any Bible that you have is great. Um, and I'll take 20, Brian, just because it's shorter and you're a better reader than me, so you can read the longer one next one. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I always go for the short ones, so um, we'll get started here. Get everything situated. Okay. Raise my mic up. There we go. Abraham deceives Abimelech. Abimelech. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Abimelech. Abraham moved south south to the Negev and lived for a while between Kadesh and Shur. And then he moved on to Gerar. While living there as a foreigner, Abraham introduced his wife Sarah by saying, She is my sister. So King Abimelech of Gerar sent for Sarah and had her brought to him at his place. But that night God came to Abimelech in a dream and told him, you are a dead man for that woman you have taken is already married. But Abimelech had not slept with her yet. So he said, Lord, will you destroy an innocent nation? Didn't Abraham tell me she is my sister? And she herself said, yes, he is my brother. I acted in complete innocence. My hands are clean. In the dream, God responded, Yes, I know you are innocent. That's why I kept you from sinning against me. And why did I let you, why did I, and why I did not let you touch her? Now return the woman to her husband, and he will pray for you, for he is a prophet. Then he will live. Oh, then you will live. But if you don't return to him, you can be sure that you and all your people will die. uh, Abimelech got up early the next morning and quickly called all his servants together. When he told them what had happened, his men were terrified. Then Abimelech called for Abraham. What have you done to us? He demanded. What crime have I committed that deserves treatment like this, making me and my kingdom guilty of this great sin. No one should ever do what you have done, whatever possessed you to do such a thing. Abraham replied, I thought this is a godless place. They will want to marry my wife. I'm sorry, let me repeat that. They will want to, they will want my wife and will kill me to get her. And she really is my sister. For both have the same father, but different mothers, and I married her. When God called me to leave my father's home and travel from place to place, I told her, do me a favor, wherever we go, tell the people that I am your brother. 14. Then Abimelech took some of his sheep and goats, cattle, male and female servants, And he presented them to Abraham. 
he also returned his wife, Sarah, to him. Then Abimelech said, Look over my land and choose any place where you would like to live. And he said to Sarah, Look, I am giving you uh, I'm giving your brother 1,000 pieces of silver in the presence of all these witnesses. This is to compensate for uh, compensate you for any wrong I have made done to you. This will settle any claim against me and your reputation is cleared. 17. Then Abraham prayed to God and God healed Abelech, his wife, and his female servants, so they could have children. For the Lord has uh, had caused all the women to be infertile because of what happened with Abraham's wife, Sarah. Wow. And here we go again. Like, Abraham, he is in fear. And it's hard to understand, but, because, you know, we're not there. But he's in fear that they're going to hurt him, hurt his wife, hurt his family. Amongst all that God has done for him. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. All the things that God has done in the last, you know, 50 years of his life. He still is trying to deceive people and not believe in the protection of the Most High. It's just crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And remember, Sarah's 100. Or she's 92 or whatever. Yeah, very old. Still, and still, yeah. And still, he, he, he was going to take her in. Wow, God, God intervened, though. So, what a, what, a, what an amazing chapter. But isn't that, isn't that crazy, John? Like, we, he, he, Abraham still, once again, deceives, deceives Abimelech by saying, of course, uh, mm-hmm. they, are, they are, like, related, sister, brother, you know, because the same... Same parent, but once again, he still did it. I, can you can you imagine? Like he's going. That's a, this is twice now. Abraham has done this. And didn't we just have like a major God intervention in his life? He had he had uh, he made a big old covenant with God. The God showed up to him. He delivered Lot. Mm-hmm. He at he had dinner with the Lord. He talked to him about saving uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. And then yet he's over here. Anyway, it's just it just goes back to when the Jews uh, fled Egypt and they still were screaming, "Let's go back to Egypt. We're going to die." Mm-hmm. So th- this is not Egypt. This is no. Uh, Abram moved south to the Negev and lived mm-hmm. for a while between Kadesh and Shur. Okay, so this is kind of like a little town city. Yeah, this is still in Israel. Yeah. 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 And this is so in it's Israel. just South Israel. South it's Israel. interesting how uh, Abraham replied in eleven. I thought this is a godless place. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of judging, assuming. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are. I don't know for sure, but it says here that I mean, it sounds like um, it sounds like they're not. Well, they they might have been, you know, yeah. but they're not anymore. Because I mean, yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, obviously Abimelech, you know, uh, had an encounter, of course, and a conversation with God, mm-hmm. and fully believes if he didn't believe before, because now he's 
saying, here's silver, here's my land, here's my cattle. I'm very sorry, but also kind of, he's kind of frustrated. Like, why would you do that to me? Mm -hmm. Like, come on, man. Like that was messed up. Exactly. And then Abraham's kind of like, okay, like I get where you're coming from, but here's where I'm coming from. Like, I don't want you to, you know, take my, my wife and kill me. It's just different time back then. Um, totally. But you know, it's interesting how Abraham is kind of like explaining his side. Abimelech is kind of explaining his side you know, to each other. Um, and of course, God is moving. God is working for his plan, which is always a beautiful thing. And God is good because, I mean, look at the end here, 17. Mm-hmm. God healed, you know, and... Uh, he restored their women. Restored. And uh, that's an amazing thing, you know. It really is. Yeah. He, he's a God of his word. He, he's not a God of, of, of death. He doesn't want to kill people, hurt people. He, he, you know, he's just guiding his people, you know, making a way, making a way and saving people on the way. So mm-hmm. amazing. He's amazing. Look, he's like, but this is something that people don't all know. Like you said, it's a different time, right? But he's like, um, look, Sarah is my sister, essentially. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't we have the, yeah. yeah, we have the same um, father, but different mothers. And then I married, so I married her. Mm-hmm. So uh, different time, yeah. It's it's outlawed later on in the law when the law is given. It's years later, right? Five hundred, six hundred years later. You know, God says, "Okay, no longer shall men and and, and mm-hmm. marry and, and and lay with their uh, their siblings, yeah, their cousins." What was it? Yesterday, we were talking about the two sisters mm-hmm. that slept with their father to keep the bloodline going. I mean, it didn't say that, you know, God didn't tell them to do that, but they took it upon themselves to do that. And I I stand on the side of, I totally get that. Totally. Yeah. To me, it's not even weird. I totally get it. Some people may not, but yeah. sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing it now, but I can see how why they did it. Sure, right. I can see how it happened. Right. Again, though, you know, it's it's if you if you think about fear and faith like this, you know, when we get to Job, well, well, it's pretty clear what happened. But fear, I mean, it drives us to do so many things that are incorrect, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you don't even realize that fear is the is the actual cause of your decision making. And that's what happened to those two girls with Lot, right? Um, they loved the God. They loved uh, their. They loved Lot, their their dad, but fear was driving them, and so they were like, "Oh God, we got to do this." And okay, they did it. Two nations came out of it, and people are still on the earth. The Moabites—they're no longer the Moabites. I think they're called the Moorish people. Mm. But anyway, there's there's another uh, there's other groups. But either either way. Uh, yeah, it, it's fear. You know, look what happened here. Fear drove uh, Abraham once again. Can you imagine what Sarah said to him? Abraham once again to give up his wife. Yeah. I mean, he didn't say here she is, but he, yeah. essentially he didn't protect her with his life. You know, Abraham. They well, brought him. They brought her in, and I would have been fighting for the death. Are you kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. No, you can't take her. She's mine. Right. Good point. But yet fear, 
drove him to say, you're a godless people. I thought she would, you know, take her and, and so, so on. Yeah, right. right. Anyway. 21? Yeah, let's do it. So Abraham, the birth of Isaac. Hmm. So here we go. Okay, the Lord kept his word and did for Sarah exactly what he had promised. She became pregnant and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened at just the time God had said it would. And Abraham named their son Isaac. Eight days after Isaac was born, Abraham circumcised him as God commanded. Abraham was eight, a hundred years old when Isaac was born. And she declared, and Sarah declared rather, God has brought me laughter. Hmm. All who hears about this will laugh with me. Yeah, a hundred year old having a baby. Wow. <laughs> he uh, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby. Yet I have given Abraham a son in his old age. Hagar and Ishmael are sent away. So when Isaac grew up and was about to be weaned, right, Abraham prepared a huge feast to celebrate the occasion. But Sarah saw Ishmael, the son of Abraham, and her Egyptian servant Hagar, making fun of her son Isaac. So she turned to Abraham and demanded, get rid of that slave woman and her son. He is not going to share the inheritance with my son, Isaac. I won't have it. This upset Abraham very much because Ishmael was his son. But God told Abraham, do not be upset over the boy and your servant. Do whatever Sarah tells you, for Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. But I will also make a nation of the descendants of Hagar's son, because he is your son also. So Abraham got up early the next morning, prepared food in a container of water, strapped him on Hagar's shoulders. Then he sent her away with their son, and he wandered aimlessly in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water was gone, is 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 this where is Isaac? How the Muslim nation started. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was right. Okay. So this is well, the big split this, here. This is not really the Muslim nation right now, right? This is the Philistines and all kinds of others. Okay. 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 The Muslim the, the Muslim nation didn't start till four or five hundred years ago only, right? It wasn't. Yeah, it's you're not right. that old. You're right. It's not that old because the, it's I mean, not that old. Isaac is. I don't mean to interrupt you here, but Isaac is. Uh, yeah. An Israelite. Yeah. Well, Hebrew. He's Hebrew. Or Hebrew. Okay. Hebrew. Oh, you're right. Isn't, he's not Israelite. Remember, that's not until, that's not uh, until later. Okay. But yeah. Jacob becomes Israel. So he's still family, right? He's still yeah, family. Right. And so, so is everybody. But he essentially, he's still part of, uh, you know, the lineage of the Jewish, of the Hebrew mm-hmm. nation, Israelites. I mean, he's part of that. He's just not the same. Yeah. Right. He's a different right. nation. He came out of Abraham, but he's different. Right. Right. Um, but still a great nation. And uh, anyway, but that's where the the, the, the is the Muslims track their lineage back to Ishmael. And they claim their claim is that he is the promised son who's righteous. Isaac was the, the, the bastard, essentially, who was born out of wedlock. Right. Mm. That's what they. Yeah, that's what oh, they claim. Wow. So they're going against the word. 
yeah, they're going against it, and they're saying it's altered and all this other stuff. But there's so anyway, it's this is different yeah. discussion. But yeah. There's a lot of data, data about it. Okay, for fifteen, when the water was gone, now they're they're wandering in the in the wilderness. Hagar and his mom. Um, Are we fifteen? Yeah. When the water was gone, she put the boy in a shade of bush. Then she sent. She went and sat down by herself about 100 yards away. I don't want to watch the boy die, she said, as she burst into tears. But God heard the boy cry, and the, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven. Hagar, what's wrong? Don't be afraid. God has heard the boy crying. He lies here. As he lies here, rather. Go to him, comfort him, for I will make a great nation from his descendants. Then God opened Hagar's eyes, and she saw a well full of water. She quickly filled her water container and gave the boy a drink. And God was with, with the boy as he grew up in the wilderness. He became a skillful archer, skillful, skillful archer, and he settled in the wilderness of Paran. His mother arranged him to marry a woman from the land of Egypt. Abraham's covenant with Abimelech. About this time, Abraham, excuse me, Abimelech came with uh, Phicol, his army commander, to visit Abraham. God is obviously with you, helping you in everything that you do. Abimelech said, swear to me in God's name that you will never deceive me, my children, or any of my descendants. I have been loyal to you, so now swear that you will be loyal to me and to this country where you are living as a foreigner. Abraham replied, Yes, I swear it. Then Abraham complained, um, complained to Abimelech about a well that Abimelech's servants had taken by force from Abraham's servants. This is the first I've heard of it, Abimelech answered. I have no idea who is responsible. You have never complained about this before. Abraham then gave some of his sheep, goats, cattle to Abimelech, and they made a treaty. But Abraham also took seven additional female lambs and set them off by themselves. Abimelech asked, Why have you set these seven apart for the, from the others? Abraham replied, Please accept these seven lambs to show your agreement that I have dug this well. Then he named the place Beersheba, which means well of the oath, because that was where they had sworn the oath. And after making their covenant, Beersheba, Abimelech left with Fikol, the commander of his army, and they returned home to the land of the Philistines. Then Abraham planted a tamarisk tree at Beersheba, and there he worshipped the Lord, the eternal God. And Abraham lived as a foreigner in, in Philistine country for a long time. Next chapter. So this, uh, wow, the Philistines were grave enemies with Israel later on. Right, yeah. They're the ones who they're the ones who captured Dave, King David. They were fighting against King Saul. So this is amazing that they're like right now. God, Abraham, and the Philistines are essentially covenanted together. They're, they have a, a they swore an oath together. Yeah, you know. And uh, well, I like that. So, uh, I like that uh, Abimelech has respect for Abraham. Mm-hmm. Even though he's a foreigner and he's on his land and, you know, he basically said, oh man, I'm sorry. Here's a bunch of silver and here's my land. And then he comes back. We don't know how much long 
you know, later as far as time goes, but he comes back here and says, you know, can we, can we make a pack and covenant? You know, yeah. um, I smart guy, smart guy. You know, Ab- yeah. Ab- Abimelech is a pretty smart guy here, which is pretty cool that he's, what, what do you he's think? Acknowledging that, you know? Oh, I'm with you. I think it's, it's a wise decision, right? Obviously he's not a dumb guy. He's king. He's a ruler here. He's got an army. This is a king. He's a king. He's, what do you think? You think that he's, he loves uh, Yahweh, you know, Joe, so. God. Here. I think. I think now he's he's a believer of God. Yeah, I would. Say, I would assume I that, right? As a, well. Yeah, I think that he is a believer of God, and he's been doing a lot of self reflecting, and his probably his whole life is turned around. And yeah, if you have a dream where you talk to God like that, it kind of does something to you. Well, you know. Yeah. You know. And then he yeah. has enough. You know, he's he's humble enough. You know, he can, he's laid his pride down as a king to then go to Abraham. Think about it. He went to Abraham. He didn't send Abraham to him. Mm-hmm. You know, if it, most kings, prideful kings would say, bring me Abraham. Exactly. Good and point. Wow. He was like, no, I'm going to go to see Abraham in my own land and ask him, not tell him, ask yeah. him for, to, you know, shake hands on this. Yeah. You know, you just, you, you look at the, uh, the second Pharaoh, which we'll get to later, the bad guy Pharaoh, and uh, compared to this king, and it, it's just it's two different people, man. I mean, pride is such a sin such because a sin. it just causes so many horrible things in your life and other people's lives. But here's a king that is just totally humble and respectful to Abraham and the Lord, of course, at this point, and it's just really cool to see. First uh, Peter five, humble yourself before the mighty hand of God, and He will exalt you in good time. That's what. It, that's the. That's the answer. Yeah, that's great. You know, you know, Lucifer had pride, and he. That's what got him. Um, that's what got him kicked out of heaven in, in eternal damnation forever. And, and pride is. The Bible says, I think it's Ezekiel says, pride was found in your heart. You know, yeah, yeah, and this guy didn't have it. I mean, he might have uh, before, but this time you're right. Man, great point. He actually visited Abraham. I love his observation. God is obviously with you, man. That's what I, you know, that's one of my things. I wish, you know, people are like, what are your, what is your legacy? You know, and that, you know, I want people to say when they think of my Brian, you know, Brian Senior. I have a, I have a son that's junior. You know, that God was with me. That God, God was a godly man. That that I was a friend of God. You know, because mm-hmm. honestly, when we, you said it best when we were in Florida. It's when it, in the end, it's your pile is either going to be a little bigger pile of ashes than mine, or a little smaller, and it doesn't really matter. It's all ash. Yeah, you know, we don't go out here with stuff, things. Mm. We all go out here with our with. You know our our heart and our our love and our how we treat others and so on who we who we uh, commit our lives to so anyway yeah and you really outside it's a great point and kind of jumping back up on twenty one here you you really feel for Haggard oh yeah 
I mean, you feel your, my heart breaks for her because I mean, here's, she has her little baby boy, Isaac. Am I right on that? Isaac? No, no, Ishmael, no, Ishmael. Ishmael. I'm sorry. Ishmael. Okay. Um, and what a horrible situation to be in for, for Hagar, yeah, you know? And then of course God comforts her and reassures her and the well of water and of course, what God says comes to light and comes to truth. And, and now Ishmael is this mighty warrior, you know, walking in the wilderness with God. And yeah. uh, what a what an amazing story that is. You know, yeah, what a absolutely. blessing that is that, that Ishmael has, you know, been taken care of. Yeah. You know, but it goes to show you that a lot of times when we, in families that we have, you know, our families now, sometimes I feel like we might feel left out. You know, certain people might be listening that they've been almost cut out of their family or there's a lot of family issues or they feel like on the outside of their family. And Mm -hmm. um, this just goes to show you that even if that is true and you've been cut cut out of that kind of family bubble, if you will, for, for some reason that it's okay. God is with you. You know, just think think about Ishmael here in the woods. Exactly. You know, um, cut out of his family, and God is with him, and that is a comforting thing for anybody listening right now that might be going through that. Absolutely, and you know, if you if you don't feel him or you don't you know you don't hear him, there's nothing stopping you from from running to him, calling out to him, and saying, "Where are you, Lord? I need you." I know you're real. I know you're there. You know, re- reveal yourself to me. Lo- I-, I love you. I want to love you. I want to know who you are. Yeah. And he will. That's mm. the great thing. You know? Well, I think I said this. My my past- pastor said this um, before. You know, there's a lot of people, Brian, that say, I just don't feel like God speaks to me. I don't feel like. You know, I don't feel like I have a relationship with God. I don't feel like he's connecting with me or speaking with me or just present with me. Yeah, exactly. And Brian's holding up his Bible. And I'll never forget my my pastor. He said, you know, throughout our homes, there seems to be Bibles everywhere. You know, and as that person is saying that, the Bible's on the table somewhere. I know. And it's shaking and glowing and moving and jumping up and down saying, read me. This is God's word. Exactly. And just open it up and, and read and continue on the journey with me and Brian here. But man, it's right here. It's here. It's right here. Right here. You know, and, and, and if it's not right here, if you, let's say you don't even own one. If you have an Android phone or an iPhone, download that sucker. It's a free app. You version or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the beautiful thing. It's all over the place. It's, it's, God has made it available for anyone, anywhere, to have no excuse to have the Bible available. You know, it's the best-selling book in the world, but yeah. it's on the it's the most banned book. It's on the banned list. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, the world does not want you to read the book, right? Don't forget that. The no, world doesn't. wants you to not read the book, to not believe the book. The world wants you, you know, even parts of the world say, okay, all right, yeah, read the Bible, but not this, not that, only read this. Mm-hmm. The world likes to creep in and mess with your soul and mess with your mind and mess with you in 
between you and God's word here that's sitting in front of us. Right. Um, and that's why me and Brian just got together and just said, let's just grab our walking stick and go th- and go through together with people. I mean, that's it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't need to hear a human's opinion. And, and even if you, we're obviously giving our opinions, but <clears throat> we're reading as well. And, um, you know, sometimes it's not even really, I think an opinion is a big word, Brian, because it's the, the Bible is extremely blunt. Yeah, you've said that clear. before. It's clear. It's blunt. It's black and white. Yeah. I think that some people get a little too caught up in the well, the way I view it and the way I interpret. Interpret. I don't know if I'm saying that word right. Interpret. 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 Yeah. The Bible. Inter- yeah. Interpret. Interpret. Yeah, that's good. You know, yeah. The way I view it. The way I interpret it. The, exactly. It's like whoa, exactly. whoa, 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 whoa. I, I think those are heavy words. I think that we can do too much of that. Like I understand that we might like when we do our men's Bible study that we might have some different opinions and we might get into some conversations like, okay, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. let's not get too crazy with that because guys, it's very blunt. Yeah, it's, you know, and we're not necessarily interpreting the Bible. Right. We're like reading it and we're discussing what's happening. And then we we relate it here and there. And there, you know, later on there, there might be some controversial moments, you know, why did this happen? And we say, I don't know exactly, but what I'm thinking here is X, Y, and Z. And that's our approach. We let the word tell us what's going on. Mm. We let the word direct direct our path give me i'm gonna smash this bang energy drink yeah exactly see that's the thing a lot of times john people will get their own idea and then they'll fit the bible into that idea and say see it says that i can do x y i can do this i can do that and it's okay oh michael's on sorry i didn't mean to interrupt yeah no you're good so it's we let the bible it's our fine i like how um as an old old preacher great man in faith in the faith he, he's on to be with jesus but he says let the word be the final authority in your life and i love the way he mm-hmm. says it mm-hmm. it's the final authority if it says no i don't recommend this then that's i don't live my life doing that kind of thing yeah right you know yeah i uh Yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's, it's a honest. much uh, it's a it's a, it's an amazing life when you believe every word in the Bible. Oh, it is. You know, it lay is. your sword down, lay your sword down, and fall to 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 the Lord's feet, and Boy, believe every word and walk with Him. I don't struggle. I don't have my own view on things. I just read. And I let the Bible change my heart. I don't try to change the Bible. Period. That's it. Period. It's ink. Every word I'm looking at right now, mm-hmm. I believe. That's why, if a, like you said, we just got done saying if a, if a Muslim came up and said, I believe this, I'd say, okay, great. Well, I disagree because that's what the Bible says. Yeah. You know, my, Michael Horner says the best on the board here. It simplifies your life. Hmm. It, you know, it, you said it, you said earlier, uh, I, it changes your heart. You let it change your heart. I'm not trying to change it. It's changing my heart, right, and that's right. it, it's it's like a relief. It's like a relaxing. Man, I yeah. God is the final. He's the Word, so I just listen to Him and I obey and I love the Lord, and life is great. It's this a great is, thing. We're we're studying every morning. This is what we're doing. Is we're studying. That's why. 
it's very it's 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 God's word that we're following here on the show. We're talking about and reading and studying. You know, it's very hard to do a solo podcast on my re- on the regular show, Weightlifting Talk, because I have to come up with topics. I have to be entertaining to a certain extent. I have to be on point. I have to be. I have to grab people's attention. Um. Yep. You know, this is not that. This is just. No, it's there. This is just studying. There's no. There's not even any thought besides learning. That's why it's very easy just to push play and say good morning. Good morning. Let's go into God's morning. word. I mean, how amazing is that? Like, I know it's you know. the best. I do. I do. A, I do a, a podcast also, and faith and barbells. You know, every so often, and, and just teach and and learn myself. And it's just the word. It's just. Mm-hmm. How 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 amazing is the word? It is, and the great thing is. We how many we've read Genesis a couple times together now, and it still reveals things to us. It's still exciting. Mm-hmm. It's still new and fresh. It's crazy how the word yeah. is so new and fresh all the time. Uh, but you know what we do, and this is I think a very important point. You know what we do that others necessarily might not look at the word the same way, and they don't want to read. And not that we're better. But we just we take the approach of we honor and we respect the word of God. Mm. And that is one reason why we get excited about reading it. We get excited about talking it because we we believe and we honor this thing. You know? Right. It's an eternal book. Right. So Right, right, right. Anyhow. I love it. Anyhow. Man, what a what a great show. We've gotten to two two amazing chapters. Every chapter so far has been obviously amazing mm-hmm. you know um you know i have not read the full bible and uh that's why i would never do this without you brian i made that very clear i think on our first show and i actually even struggled to do this because i just didn't think i was in a position to do this um, mm-hmm. but all i'm doing is studying reading and learning with everybody listening and of course i might throw out some questions and all that and, and have some thoughts on things, but that's, that's all I'm doing you as a, an actual pastor. And I, uh, that's what gave me the courage to do this. So I want to make that clear. Um, but I have to admit, I have not read the Bible fully and I, that's what I'm so excited to do, um, is to do this within a year and a half. And it's very exciting, but I will say I've, I've read many, many, many books in the, uh, in the Bible. And, uh, I don't know. I, I just have an, a, a certain love for Genesis. I don't know. I know we're probably, we're, we're, we're only probably a week or two from leaving Genesis and moving on to Exodus, but man, it's just that it's to me, if I had to go back to college, I would, I would get my master's PhD in in the, in this, in the study of Genesis. Yeah. I just yeah. find it so fascinating how everything started and where we are today like i just it's it's remarkable to me like it's so funny you turn on every netflix documentary is how it started and all these theories and people trying to figure it out and this and that and right you know i'm like i don't know what you guys are talking about (laughs) like why are you wasting so much of your time i have it down for i have it right here it's guys, it's right here. Like all, all your so questions. But I mean, I find it. I mean, 
I find it fascinating. It's it's okay. Here's a good example, and I and I, I want to speak quietly about this because I don't want to get in trouble by my wife. But my wife's sister, um, just got her PhD. Man, she's wow. a doctor. I don't know the specific degree, but it is specific in the Jewish people Mm. and the Holocaust of Germany, of the Jewish people. But it's, it's, it's about the Jewish people. Her, she's a doctor of Jewish people. Mm -hmm. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. A doctor of Jewish people of history of history. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with the Holocaust, but also history. Mm-hmm. Even before that. Never read the Old Testament. I, uh, how? 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 How does that even make sense? Like the, 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 how, You're a doctor. Of, yeah. Go ahead. I don't know. That's I'm I'm kind of shocked. This is the the Jewish history is in the New Old Testament. Yeah. Like, it's full of it. Yeah, how do you how how, how the do you Jewish, not go to the roots? How, how did they become Jews? Right. How did be how Israel even was born? Right. I don't know. Don't, I don't you know. think if you were the doctor of something, you'd go to the root of something? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, but see, there's a lot of secular, meaning non, you know, Bible based, uh, you know, beliefs out there and how how things work and and. Um, you know, and we don't know the that's the thing. You don't know the criteria of the doctorate or you know of the, what people are studying. So it could be some something special. But I would think if you're learning the history of a people, you would go to the first book ever written about them. I would, that's my assumption, right? Like the well, first. Well, Michael. First, Michael's saying, well, no, she's not Jewish though. To talk about my wife's sister, yeah, the mother doc, my, my my example of my wife's sister, the doctor of the Jewish history. She's not Jewish, mm-hmm. but um, well, Michael has an interesting thing here. Aren't Jewish blind to Jesus and the Messiah? It's almost not the Jewish people's fault, correct? Well, that's a that's a whole topic right there. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, now, is it their fault? I don't know. Jesus said, "You have the book." Yeah. You should have known who I was. Right? I didn't blind your eyes. He didn't blind them. Well, but either way, it's I they have a covenant though. I mean, this brings us to mm-hmm. you know, they're God's chosen people. Um, but it does say in Revelations that all the uh, every Jewish person's knee will bow to Jesus in Revelation. Every knee will bow. All the Jews will be saved. The Jews are the chosen people. They have a covenant. They're taken care of. So that's... Yeah, I don't know if it says exactly all the Jews will be saved. But, you know, they do... Yeah, they'll, God, God knows what he's doing. You know, he, he doesn't leave any of his people out. Yeah, you know, he, is, he is a savior. No, it says all Jews. Go look it up. And Michael Horner is... Uh, yeah, no, he did. He did. He did, Michael. Yes, I don't know the exact verse. But... Then again, God's plan, there are some Jews that turn into Christians. So maybe not all are blinded. Yeah, many, many, especially here in the United States and in Israel, 
many have have started turning to the Messiah, to Jesus Christ. You know, there's a actually there's a, a rabbi. He's he's a he's gone and passed away now, but he, at, right at the end of his life. And next time we're together, I'll, I'll bring his name up just so you have it. He actually was dying, and the Lord. He, what he said was the Lord revealed Himself to him. He saw him, and it's a true story. That you know, there's, there's a video uh, interview with him, and he said, "I'm going to write down the name of the Messiah." Right, the anointed one, the one who saves, and do not open it until a year after I'm dead. Hmm. Right, because you know that, or after my the mourning period, which is like however long that is, I don't recall it now. Anyway, guess what? Hmm. He he wrote down the name of Yeshua Mashiach, right? Jesus the Messiah. That's what that in and. Praise God for that. So, yeah. so, so people are waking up. Wow. There's many Jews that are waking up to to the belief that Jesus was is Lord, and um, mm-hmm. many still don't. Though I follow this one amazing Jewish man on the radio, Dennis Prager. He loves Jesus. He loves Ju- Christian people. They're amazing people. He says, but I don't believe that he's he's Messiah. I don't believe it. We don't need it. You know, he's given us a way. But he will. Without, with, without, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, well, Ryan, I. I I don't want to be in mind jail here. Is there any way you can look that up? Because I was kind of blunt with you when I said, no, it does say in King James that every Jew, every Jewish person's knee will bow to Jesus. They will all become believers in revelation. I think, I think it says every, and we can go to the Hebrew word on that. (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, I could be wrong here. Yeah, no, you know, I, I don't know fully. I, I don't recall. We so can look up that verse if anybody on the chat board, Mike Warner. Yeah, so in Romans eleven, it, it talks. It says, you know, twenty five says, "For I, I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of the mystery. Let us, lest you be wise in your own um, conceits that blind that blindedness is in part is happening or happened to Israel." Until the fullness of the Gentiles come, which is, you know, when Jesus brings the word and, and, and preaches to the Gentiles. And then 26 says, and so all Israel shall be saved, as it's written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sin. Um, as according to the gospel, it says, this is Romans 11. They all they are all enemies for your sakes, but as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake. And the gifts and the calling of God were without repentance. So, yeah, it says here that you know, yes, there is a it's a prophecy, you know, that the blind that there are the Jews are blinded in part, yeah, until the Gentile until the the preaching to the Gentiles fully comes, and so shall all Israel be saved, as as is written. Um, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer. But see, this is what it, look what it's saying here. I mean, okay, so when you when, you, when it says all Israel, but that's not the verse I'm looking for, though. Yeah, I'm not sure then what you're talking about. The Book yeah, of Revelation. No, I mean, I'm, 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 that's great what you just read. I hear you. It's, but what you, Michael's saying, fourteen eleven. I don't know if you can look that up, but well, you did read sure. there that when you say. But with the covenant, though, Brian, 
all Jews will go to heaven because there's a covenant and the Jewish people are God's people. Well, there's not, right. There's not one Jew that would not go to heaven. Well, am I correct on that? Or is that a a blunt statement? That's pretty, that's pretty, I mean, that's, that's a bold statement saying all Jews will go to heaven. But why wouldn't they? If, if we look back, we just read the, the promise with Abraham, God's covenant. I mean, it's right there in ink. What, what would make us think that, I mean, we have Jesus yeah, to, so get, all, to get through yeah. to heaven, right? Before I read this, let me add, yeah, let me add, of course. Yeah, and they have, they have it. the covenant. So, okay, go continue. Sorry. What, what Michael said, what Michael asked us to read is a wonderful scripture. It says, uh, um, you know, talking about the judgment seat of Christ, for we all will stand before the judgment seat of Christ, right, at the end. Right before that, it says, but why do you judge your brother or why do you show contempt for your brother? For we'll all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it's written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. Right. So that so then each of us shall give an account to himself, to God. So, that you know, therefore, let us not judge one another. But each of us shall give an account to God. So. Yes, we have, a, you know, the Jews have a covenant with the Abrahamic covenant, mm-hmm. you know, and we have, you know, and now we have Gentiles have a covenant Jesus. With, with Jesus. Right. But does that mean all Gentiles are going to heaven? No, he no, did no, say no, because we have to believe in Jesus. But so, right, right. So, so are that's the Jews, difference. Are all Jews going to heaven? Yes, all Jews go to heaven because they believe in God. They do? Not all of them. Okay, you're right. But I thought you said Jews are a religion. See that? Ah, See, I thought the Jews were a race. I kind of still do. And it's a religion. So you're right. I guess if being Jewish is a race, but then you don't believe in God, then no, you are not going to heaven. But if you're a Jewish man or woman that believes in God and not Jesus, you will still go to heaven. And, and and how to get to heaven, is that because in the revelation, then the Jews will bow their knee and then accept Jesus Christ, and that's how they get to heaven? That's God's plan? I, I don't know enough. Maybe so, maybe not. I don't know. But my whole point is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that if you are a Jew and you believe in God, you're go- you go to heaven. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I, I, I can't fully accept that. That right really? Now. How? Let's 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 because because the Savior has come. Yeah. Right. Jesus said, uh, "Why?" He said to the Pharisees, "You have the." He said to Nicodemus specifically. Nicodemus was on his side, but he said, I, "You specifically have the scriptures, and you don't know who I am. You specifically should be the you're the teachers of Israel, and you don't know that I am the one who." you've been waiting for right so so my point is there is a way he made the way to heaven remember the remember john but, but, the, that's why, the, but, but but to respond to that is that it says somewhere and i will i will do my own studying for next show and it specifically says that every the forget the wording here yeah. all the jews will bow in the end and accept Jesus. And that's God's plan. 
Okay, so. but you have to remember too is that Michael Horner's right. It does say that God blinded the Jews to not believe in Jesus. And Michael had a good point. I'm on the chat board saying, well, isn't it not their fault then? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't really. Because I mean, if God blinded them, if God blinded them, then that's yeah, that's the plan, right? Like I can, I, my best friend is a Jewish man named Nathan Absol, and I get into these huge conversations with him. I'm like, man, how do you not believe in Jesus? And I give him all the reasons why he should, and he's just like, I, I don't, I just don't. And then I have to just remember that God has blinded Buki. <sighs> Maybe, maybe I, I don't want to, I'm not going to die on the battlefield with that, yeah, that yeah, statement, but there's a possibility that God's plan has blinded Nathan Absol. I call him Pookie to whatever I'm saying. He just doesn't even hear almost like it just doesn't connect to him. Maybe on purpose. Right. But yeah, I, you know, I, so. I, I, it's hard for me. I can't really say a lot on that subject yet. I don't want to, I don't know. I, you know what? Fully, I haven't really studied it out. Like, mm-hmm. I know that uh, I know this. Paul, Paul the apostle, originally Saul, was a Jew. He was an Israelite. In fact, he was a Pharisee. He was in. He was zealous of. He was. He he, he was most most zealous. He was fighting for Judaism. And he says, by the Holy Spirit, that if anyone confesses with their mouth. And believes in their heart that you know that Jesus was died and was raised from the grave. You will be saved, and that is the way. But, so but that's the there way is no Gentiles. other. What's that? If there, well, but hold on. Paul actually preached to the Jews, not to the Gentiles. Peter originally was the one who began to preach to the Gentiles. Paul and Jesus both okay came. That's a to solid preach point. They they both came to preach that I Jesus is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life. And no one, in fact, it's it says this in red, goes to the Father except by me. This is Jesus talking. He came. The Bible says that He came specifically for the lost sheep of Israel, meaning the ones who are not loving and following God, right? And that doesn't mean the ones that are following God are, are automatically in. Yes, they were in. The, all the ones who died, of course, believing in a Messiah. And that was the thing. Remember, it's all believing in the seed of God would come and rule. They knew about the Messiah. They knew about the king who would yeah, come. Yeah. So so if you if Jesus came but, and died and ro- rose again and gave you the way, he, he was the final blood sacrifice initially, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's what he was. Remember, because all these years they they were making these blood sacrifices. He came. He was the last blood sacrifice. The Bible calls him the last Adam. Right. He was the final one. Why? Why would God make an exception? It's not Isn't an that- exception. It's the promise of the covenant. So you're you're saying that just because everything you just said with Jesus and coming and 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 all that, you're acting like. Or my opinion is it's coming across possibly that you're saying that the covenant that was promised to the Jewish people through Abraham, through Noah, Noah really, and through Abraham, God is is done with it. He's he's stopped it, and now he's continued on with the new covenant. And in my opinion, that is definitely not the case. 
my statement is that the covenant of the Jewish people is forever because that's what it says biblically forever. And God is not going to go back on his promise just because we have now a new covenant through Jesus Christ doesn't mean the covenant to the Jewish people ends. Theirs continues, ours starts and then continues. So it's two different covenants moving at the same time, in my opinion, is is that somehow they do align at the end of time where obviously the, the covenant that God has for the Jewish people aligns with the Christianity covenant mm-hmm. because it does say somewhere, and I, I don't know why we can't find it. Well, I'm that, with you. I'm with you on the idea that, yeah, the, the Abrahamic covenant is not over. Okay, I'm right. saying because it, there are some churches yeah. out there that I've heard that think it is over. And I, and I totally disagree with that because it says very clearly to the promise of Abraham and the covenant that it is forever. Right. And, and my point is Jesus fulfilled the Abrahamic covenant, right? But before, and Michael Horner has a good point, before the resurrection, right, when people died, they went into Abraham's bosom. Mm-hmm. They were waiting for the that eternal. Because remember, let's, yeah, when we read, so the, the, the Hebrews talks about it a lot. The New Testament is full of this information. But it says that the blood of bulls and goats is just not good enough. It was only to show you, right, that it was only to show you the way. And, and it's a, it was only a cleansing for a, for a time period. But Jesus' blood cleansed and, 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 cleansed and made righteous the Jewish people for eternity. Once they accept it. Mm-hmm. So so if you died today, here's the thing. that The Bible didn't say, say this specifically. If a Jewish man, a believer in the Abrahamic law following the, the covenant, the, the, old, the Old Testament right, covenant, right. right? Today. If he, if he died right now without believing Jesus and Messiah, I can't tell you where he's going. Because it doesn't say, the scriptures doesn't say, you know, if a Jewish man dies without believing in Jesus as the Messiah, he's going to heaven. Okay, okay, he, but, you're, so, but you're saying, though, before Jesus was born, mm-hmm. if you died as a Jewish person, then yeah. you would go to paradise and then heaven. Absolutely. Okay, 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 that's interesting. I, I totally agree, but getting back to where we are currently, I don't know, I, I just don't agree with you because, again, we go back to the covenant. Yeah. If I'm a Jewish person right now, then I get hit by a bus. Mm-hmm. The covenant has me to where I will go to to paradise or straight to heaven. I know that's a whole different conversation, but mm-hmm. I'm going to the good place as a Jewish man. Right now, that's what I believe because of that because of the covenant. But but Brian, I yeah. How do you know that when if I'm a Jewish man and I die right now? We just need to find that verse that says that all the Jewish people will accept Jesus in the end. And if that's God's plan and that's part of his covenant, even way back in the very beginning, then that is exactly lines up with what you are saying. So you are tech. You are right. Yeah. If, I mean, this is a, this is a, a great, a great topic. You know, of course, you know, I don't know. I, I've never really studied this this out. I've never really studied out. Can the are the Jews saved without Jesus? I don't believe that. 
the scripture I don't think teaches that at all. But if it does, I'd love to find it and, and share it. You know, I'm because we're, we're assuming because that is assuming that righteousness without that righteousness that there is a path to heaven without Jesus. I, that's what that's assuming. Well, no, no, right? no. I'm saying for the Jewish people, there is when they're living, but. I feel that we talk about time not necessarily being relevant once you die. It's different. It's out of time. So when the revelation hits, mm-hmm. let's say, right? Oh, right, right, and right. Then, yes, and then, yes. then, then, with you there. then the Jewish people will then, yeah. let's say I die now, then I will accept Jesus at that point of quote yeah. unquote time, even though that time word doesn't really exist. And therefore, because of God's covenant and plan and his plan for me as a Jewish man, I will then accept Jesus at that point. I don't know if I'm in paradise. I don't know where I am, but Mm -hmm. all of a sudden now when the revelation revelation starts of the seven years, then I will be directly going to heaven. But you are right. It's through Jesus. But I think that there's a path yeah, that, that I, I God has planned for the Jews to then therefore find Jesus out mm-hmm. of time. So, so look, I'm, I, and again, so I'm no, I'm no scholar, so please take no, my no, words. No, but hey, and, you know, this, this, is, is just, this is all what this is about, right? right? It's not. I mean, you don't have all the answers. I don't have them all. The Holy Spirit does, but He reveals, you know, as as things come up. So this is great. This is a great conversation. the The answer is, I'm not sure. I, you know, yes, you're right about a lot of this. I, the Bible does say that that they the 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 the, the Jews or, or Israel will see that the Messiah, who the Messiah is, and they will accept him. Yeah, where does it right? say that? Where is that? Because that's what I've been looking for this whole show. What verse yeah, I, is that? I, I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, well, well, it says right there in Romans 11. What I read earlier, it does say right there for. It says, well, let's read it. Verse 11, Romans eleven twenty three. it says, if we abide not still in, um, see, now, this is something to think about. If you really want to study this out, John, mm-hmm. read, you read Romans, the book of Romans and the book of Hebrews. It really boils this stuff I've down. read Romans. I've read Romans. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, but I had stayed but I had, I haven't like studied, studied. I've only read yeah. it once. I have a billion hours to put into it, of course. So it's, 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 oh, it's hazy. Yeah, yeah. I got to read it again, but I yeah, have read it. Yeah. It, it's uh right here. So if if um if we abide still not in unbelief, it shall be grafted in. God is able to graft. Oh, see, it's right here. It's talking about the Jews, right? It's like um, I mean, this is a this a this whole chapter for chapter eleven talks about the entire the entire situation. But it says um, for behold, the goodness of God and the sovereignty of God on them which fell, mm-hmm. sever severity, but. Towards those goodness, if we continue, they will say, "Abide not until belief." For if we were cut out of the olive tree, talking about the Jews, which is wild by nature, and were grafted contrary to the nature into a good olive tree, how much more shall these, which be the natural branches, be grafted into their own tree? So he's saying, "Is salvation still for the Jews?" Yes, they will be grafted back into the olive tree. There you go. For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own eyes. Remember, this is earlier. Blind, that blindness is in part 
is happening to Israel. Until that's the that's, fullness that's of where your your response to Michael Horner on the chat board says, yeah. yes, Michael, but in part. So, yes. Okay. And maybe that's yeah. why that, that answers why some Jewish people find Jesus living here on this planet and turn over into Christians or whatever they're called. I forget what the name yeah. is. It was that. And then there's some, maybe like Nathan Absol, my best friend, who is blinded. So that, there you go. In part. In part. Yeah, in part. Right, and, continue, says in some, continue. and so shall, yeah. He says, in, in, this is a partial hardening, as another, another ver- version says, is happening to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come. Or essentially until... Um, I, what I believe this is talking about is until that, that um, the rapture or the taking away of yes, the church, yes, the there Gentiles. Is, there it is, yeah. And in 26, Romans eleven twenty six. Um, so all Israel will be saved as, as it's yeah, written. there it is. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, and so I, I don't, so, so here's the answer, in my opinion, and I don't, I'm not fully understanding you know, all what I mean, all, you know, it says the covenant, my covenant is with them and I will take away their sins. Yeah, there you go. But that's, you know, when someone dies before accepting Jesus as Lord, I don't have the answer. Will they, will they be able to accept him on the way from everything I know and what the scripture says? You know, everyone dies, you know, you have to accept, you know, you, you, you don't have a second chance when you die, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think there's a, a gateway or a, but a, I, I don't, paradise. I don't either. And you yeah, are 100% right. I totally agree with that. But when we're talking about the Jewish people, I think it's different. That's all I'm saying because right. they have that covenant. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's different. If you're not a Jewish person, look, I won't even mention his name. I've talked about it. D-A-N. That's where I'm ha- hazy with this. I'm agreeing with you yeah. on that. Like that's where it gets fishy yeah. to me. Like wait a minute. But, but here's the thing: the covenant yeah, but- has it. But if you're a regular person that's not a Jew and you're not a believer, you don't believe in God. If you're not a, if you're not a Jewish person and you don't believe in Jesus, then yes, no, there's no way to heaven. Sorry. Yeah, so well, let's pick this up again because I want to bring I want to go back to some, do some New study. Testament yeah. scriptures where okay. Paul does say that the reason Jesus brought the new way, the new and living way, was because the old way wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And this is a Jew telling other Jews the Abrahamic covenant wasn't covenant was not good enough. It did not save you. It didn't get you into heaven. Because honestly, did they, let me ask you this, before Jesus was born, and we can, we can drop after this if you want, but before Jesus was born, I mean, born and he died and he rose from the dead and he gave us eternal life. See you, Michael. Let me ask you this. Did the, the Israelites, the Jewish people go to heaven? Like from what you know, yes. did they go to heaven? No, they didn't. Wait, say it when again. Go, What's the question again? Say yeah. it again. Say it again. What's the question? Women, again? We, yeah, yeah. So and this I don't know is, why yeah. I said yes. I just said yes. No, you're I good. Yeah, no, 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 you're good. Yes. Go ahead. Let's, so my here's my question. Before Jesus died and rose again, according to what he says, the God of the universe says, when they died, this is before he was born. Who's they? Jesus. Before Jesus was born, they, the Jews, okay. when they died believing in the Messiah, 
when they died believing in a Savior, not knowing it's him, but before him, where did they go? Well, to paradise. Which was not in heaven. Yeah. Right. So they didn't go to heaven. But they went to a place right. that was for them. Jesus said to the people on the, uh, the guys on the cross next to him, I'll see you in paradise. He didn't say, I'll see you in right. heaven. No, exactly. He went to paradise. I'll see right. you in paradise. But, but, that, but that paradise world is maybe where a world is, is when the, the rapture comes, the revelations, the end of the world, tribulations of seven years. That's what I mean by that whole time thing. Is if there is a if there's a Jew in paradise, they will accept Jesus in that time. Right. So. So that's uh, so it's revealed, right? He's but, but but Paul writes in Ephesians what happened. He says Paul writes this that when Jesus died and went to went to paradise, right? Hell, which was in hell, right? It was in part of hell, not like the burning fire in hell. Remember, Jesus told a story about this. Mm-hmm. He told a story, which you, you know, and Jess talked about and everything. It says that he he ascended and led those people captive, and then he gave gifts to men. Meaning, he went down into the lower parts of the earth and he preached the gospel. He preached who he was mm-hmm. to those people, and then he led them out, all of them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't think now I don't fully know. Right. And this is something we I probably need to go back and study. But I, I, he led all those, the Bible says in Ephesians 4, he led all the captive, and he took them out of, he, out, of, out of hell, and he took them to heaven, right? And now paradise is in heaven because he is the eternal way. He, he made the way from earth to heaven, right, with his righteous blood. Because remember, they weren't fully righteous. They were righteous by faith, yes, and they did offering, yes, but they didn't. They weren't. They weren't eternally righteous, like like Jesus made the way for everyone now, right? They were only. They was only for a certain amount of time. They had to continue to do sacrifices. They they yeah, they had to true. continue. So that's my, a good my point. Whole point is, yeah. So so this is of course but it's it, just a conversation. But it always, but it always goes back to the covenant. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like any conversation we get into, then it it always, to me, goes back to the original covenant. You know, and then it also goes back to if God is blinding in part the Jewish people on purpose, well then there's a reason for that. And But who, who's doing the blinding? Is it God? It doesn't say that. So I think there's, I think what we need to do is go back and kind of do some All studying right. on this. We'll get out of here. Great, it's a long show. I love yeah. this stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can keep going. Well, I love the fact that, I mean, of course, you know, you believe, of course, that before Jesus, if you were an Israelite and a, and a Jewish person, of course, you're going to paradise and then mm-hmm. heaven, obviously. Yeah. Um, like, obviously. But I mean, I... I, I feel like you're not necessarily dying on the battlefield with your opinion here after Jesus, what happens no to way. the Jewish people, which I like. Okay. And I have I have my opinion, which I want to study more. So we just need to look into it more, go to the word, yeah. things like that. Um, 
I'm I'm totally with you on the idea that look, the Jews are special. Right. right? They do they do still have the Abrahamic covenant. It's still valid. It's there. Yes, of course, thank it doesn't, you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's gone. Right. That's a eternal covenant. I do think Jesus completed that covenant, but it's still there. Right. My God, are you kidding me? God God made a covenant with Himself and solidified that covenant forever mm-hmm. and gave that to the Jews the Jewish people. So no way is that like, but, but that covenant, right. It was, um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like Jesus covenant. It was different. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, that we, we, it's just, yeah. we, 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 we need to do some more study and, and talk about it. But, but, uh, I, I'm with you, man. God's Jews are God's people. If anyone is to say that Israel is not, the God's people anymore and that the church is somewhat replaced them or some nonsense. That is totally anti Bible, mm-hmm. you know, cause they definitely are. And you know what? I don't know, man. I don't fully know. I'm not God. And I don't have the answers about how he's going to deal with the, the Jews. Oh, yeah, That's the thing. We don't know when he returns. Yeah, I don't, don't know. I mean, the, and the Bible doesn't say, you know, in Ephesians chapter seven, verse six, you know, if you're a Jew and you die when you don't believe in Jesus, you're still going to heaven. It doesn't say any of that. It just gives us ways, right? It gives, because the New Testament was written to Jewish people, right? Mm-hmm. It was all written to the Jews, not to the Gentiles, to the Jews. And then Peter, later on, God revealed to Cornelius and then to Peter that, hey, this this good news is for the, the Gentile nations. Go share it to the world, mm-hmm. you know? So anyway, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not super clear. Mm-hmm. Not super clear. Uh, all right. Well, we'll uh, we'll get back to it for next show. I think we have uh, chapter twenty-two next. That's right. Chapter 22. twenty-two, Genesis, Abraham's faith tested, and we'll pick that up um, Monday morning, right, Brian? Monday morning. Exactly. Monday morning. So enjoy your Sunday, of course. Today, enjoy your Saturday and Sunday, and we'll be back Monday morning, six a.m. Pacific time, and. Uh, I'll end on a little outro song here. That's why it's going to be quiet on your end, Brian, and uh, we'll get out of here. Any last words, Brian Nige? No. Go love God and love people, you know? Absolutely. See you guys. Have a great weekend. Salute. God bless. <laughs>